This is a warning to all living mortals that on the 13th of December, Moose will release 13 of the most terrifying interviews of horror unto the world. That's right, 13 brand new episodes in the month of December leading up to our season premiere. And until then, Horror Hounds, mash on. Hey everybody, it's CJ Graham, Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th, Part 6, and you're listening to Moose's Monster Mash. Another Friday the 13th special. This is Moose's Monster Mash. I'm your host, Moose. And this is going to be slightly different Friday the 13th special. I'm not going through the franchise. We are going to be talking about an upcoming fan film. So let's bring out the writer, director, and producer of Friday the 13th Blood Loss, Anthony Caimano. Anthony, how's it going? Good. How's it going? Fantastic. So, just right out of the gate, since this is a Friday the 13th special and you're doing a Friday the 13th film, what grabs you the most about the Friday the 13th fan- franchise? What, what's your favorite part? The kills, the kill scenes. Um, it's always been fun for me. I just watched... Uh, Freddy versus Jason last night. They have a lot of cool kill scenes in that one. Hell yeah. So let's uh, get into yours. You're, you know, you're making your own movie. You know, they, they always, you know, Friday the 13th is probably one of the most criticized franchises around. And what, what's funny is over the years, you always hear, well, if you think you can do it better, do it. And people are. And, you know, you're, you're one of those people that are just, making your own damn movie. And so what, how did that all start? Well, I, uh, I was actually going to make a, a different film and that kind of fell through and I, I had to find something to, to do to keep myself busy. And uh, a friend of mine was um, actually wanted to do a, a Halloween fan film and a, a friend of mine kind of beat me to it and he did such a great job. I was like, Ooh, maybe I'll do something different. <laughs> he wasn't, he, he hadn't touched uh, Friday yet. So I thought maybe I'd give that a shot. <laughs> so what's kind of the story with Friday the 13th blood loss, like w- without giving too much away, obviously, cause you know, sure. we, we want to keep something in the chamber, but. So uh, a new investor is taking over the camp and he wants to uh, get it reopened for, for new campers for, for summertime. So he hires a group to come in and help them get things back up to speed. And then, uh, spoiler alert, people start dying on the, <laughs> in the campground. And, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out what's going on. And, um, you know, uh, it may or may not be Jason running around killing people. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of the, the, the gist of it. The movies, the movies, honestly, it's, it's about uh, grieving and uh, like losing people that are 
close to you. So that's where the the name blood loss comes from. Well, like as you were, you know, as you mentioned, as you did the spoiler alert, I was like, you know, th- there's a fun mm-hmm. Friday the Thirteenth film. Someone takes over the camp, and it's a successful camp, and everyone lives happily ever after. No death, no yeah. anything. It it suck as a horror film, but right. <laughs> there's a plot twist nobody'd expect. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so you go into filming just a couple days after this airs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your uh, filming schedule look like? How many uh, days do you have blocked out to film? Well, we're not filming the the entire movie at once. Right now, we're we're getting all the uh, the big scenes at the campground. Um, so it would take us about, I believe we have six days total to, to get that stuff done. And then we have to go back and film additional scenes, probably another four or five days to get those done. Um, and then kind of reassess everything at that point and, and figure out if we need reshoots or pick up shots or, you know, whatever we have to do. But that's what we're looking at. Nice. I was say, cause yeah, since you're doing this up in New York, you're, you're, sitting in about the same uh, weather pattern that, you know, I'm, I'm in the Midwest, so winter's coming and it's going to come quick. So mm-hmm. it, it's going to be Camp Crystal Lake, you know, Jason on ice. So, right. Yeah. We have to, uh, we have to figure that out and move quickly. Uh, some of the scenes are indoors, so they, we wouldn't necessarily need to, to film it right away. So well, we can kind of put it off. It, it wouldn't seem like it was, you know, winter time or anything. But uh, as far as the outdoor scenes, we're trying to get those done as soon as possible. <laughs> you know, the, the weather is unpredictable. You know, it's sunny and shiny out one day, and then it's gloomy and raining the next day. And we have to kind of get it done before all the, the leaves completely change on us or mm-hmm. fall off trees and stuff. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're on a, a tight schedule, but uh, I think we're going we're gonna to make it just in time. <laughs> we we've hit that bipolar time of the year where yeah. yesterday was 70 and sunny and today it's cloudy and rainy and right. like 50. Right. <laughs> Enough about the weather. When you were looking at casting this, did you have a cast in mind or was it just kind of like an open casting call and then you just were just blown away with like the out outcome? Um, it, I didn't have a cast in mind at all. Uh, it was originally only meant to be a 15 minute short film and, uh, we found some actors to do it and, uh, raised some money through Indiegogo and started getting more attention. And then I kind of said, Oh, let's make it a 30 minute film. And then it was like, Oh, you know what? Let's just make it a full length film. And, uh, lots changed over the, the, the past year of, <laughs> of putting it together. Um, you know, we got funding to do the full length film. Um, we, we tried some different cast members, some of them, you know, just naturally have things that come up and they have to bow out, um, you know, uh, work things or stuff with their family or whatever happens. So with it being, uh, an independent film and a fan film, it's kind of, kind of difficult to hold on to a cast for that long without something popping up. Um, a, a lot of the people actually joined through Indiegogo. So we, we create perks to raise money such as, appear in a scene um at one point we had uh appear as jason you, you could have been jason in the movie for for a couple kill scenes um that was a perk that we had so a lot of people just joined through indiegogo and it was kind of killing two birds one stone 
Uh, we got to raise money to get the film made and we got cast at the same time. Um, and then we, you know, we did put out casting calls. Um, we go through auditions all the time. I mean, we get audition videos like crazy. I've seen a million Blair Witch monologues and Wizard of Oz and all kinds of things. So, um, yeah, we, we go through, well, we tried Facebook um, and we found some people through Facebook that kind of led us to others, but we've had way more success on uh, backstage. Uh, we put out casting calls and you get people that are a bit more professional and not so into drama and just easier to work with in general. So um, we get a lot of responses th through that. I put out a call and we had, you know, over a thousand applications almost, you know, within a couple days. So that's awesome. And, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, it's hard to keep people uh, locked in for a year. I, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've been following this, the, the, the growth of this film for about a year now. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, watching it grow from that, you know, proposed short to the mid-length film short to now the feature film. It's, right. <laughs> it's been fun to watch. And the, the, the fan support has been really heartwarming to watch as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you, you definitely have a very solid fan base before the movie even comes out. So that's promising for the back end. So you right. must be doing something right. I'm trying, you know, um, with it being a fan film, there are so many Jason Voorhees fans out there. There's always going to be people that just don't like my, my version of Jason or the, the story or the movie. And, you know, I, that's something I, I knew going into it. Uh, we released a poster and we got some negative feedback about Jason's gloves a lot of people just don't like the gloves I use or just the jacket or whatever. And I, you know, I'm fine with it. Um, you know, they say, don't, don't use those gloves. And I'm like, ah, you know, I tried to take them away from Jason. He wouldn't let me, he wouldn't <laughs> let me have them back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's definitely, um, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have support going into it and I'm sure we'll find more fans along the way. Uh, some people might give it a shot. It's not their thing, and that's completely fine. And then we'll have other people that see it, and it's you know maybe they they enjoy what we what we're making, and that's great too. Um, but you know I appreciate our, everyone at least giving it a shot, checking it out. Well, and at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. You're making something that you like. You're putting it out there, and you hope others like it too. If they don't, okay, maybe it wasn't for them, but so be it. Right. Everything doesn't have to be for everyone. Right. You know, as long as at the end of the day, you're happy with what you put out. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a journey, but we're, uh, we're getting to the exciting part. We have a lot of, a lot of like hard work ahead with the filming, uh, being able to, to do it all in such a short amount of time. And we have a lot of kills planned for it and stuff that we have to make sure look right they're not cheesy and corny looking <laughs> so we do have a solid a solid amount of work ahead of us but so far uh so far so good you know we've we've had hiccups uh er early on while trying to raise money but um everything's been good for a long time now so before we dive into cast i am curious mm -hmm. are you uh you gonna throw in any uh like friday the 13th Easter eggs, do a little fan service for the eagle-eyed viewer. I'm not saying tell us what it is. Just, 
because that, that would kind of blow the moment. But yeah, you know, um, it, there might there might be some stuff in there. Uh, we've we've talked about a couple different things. Uh, I don't know for sure what we'll end up doing once we get there. In all honesty, with some of that, um, just because I don't know, I don't know if we'll be able to pull some of the stuff off that we wanted to with <clears throat> with the kind of budget that we have. And we're, you know, the the people we have a small crew, so everybody involved is wearing multiple hats. So I might be directing but then i'm operating the camera and then i turn around and i'm helping with makeup and then i come back and i'm setting up a scene and doing lighting and <laughs> uh doing something with audio at some point um so it's it's kind of kind of tough we have you know a, a lot to do with a, a small crew in a short window but um if if we can we can manage to do some fun stuff we'll definitely do it you know it's not it's not like we haven't thought about certain things um you know we we considered maybe having somebody jump out of a jump out of a lake and grab somebody off a boat or something you know we we, we considered those things but it's just a matter of what we're able to pull off while, yeah. while we're there and uh getting getting some of those other like bigger scenes right um i just thought would be more important to get the, the bigger kill scenes done and acting and giving actors Again, a lot of people join through. We have some some experienced actors, don't get me wrong, but we also have people that just join through Indiegogo. It's a bucket list thing. They've never done anything like this before. They might be nervous, so I have to make time to give them you know, a couple takes or mm -hmm. a few takes to get it right. Um, so I'd rather uh, just work with them and make sure their stuff is good. And then at the end, if we can fit it in some, some, some fun extra stuff, little stuff, we'll do it, but... No, that's awesome. I, I think that's definitely the right approach to take. You know, focus more on the product itself than fan service. I mean, don't get me wrong. Fan service is cool, and if you can throw it in, throw it in. But right. ultimately, the goal here is to put out your project and your movie. And yeah, that's where the focus should be. Why don't you tell the listeners who you have for cast? So we have AJ Stone as Jason Voorhees. AJ was uh, Leatherface for the Texas Chainsaw 3D promotional material and additional scenes. So the, he's on the cover of the Texas Chainsaw 3D DVD and Blu-ray. He was on the billboards and all the promotional stuff for it. Um, and then, of course, Dan Yeager was also in the movie as Leatherface, just not to be confused with Dan. Um, and then we have uh, Beatrice Bubbly, she's uh, Pamela Voorhees in, in Blood Loss. She was Amanda Kruger in the Nightmare on Elm Street She franchise. can't get away from playing uh, evil moms. Yeah, next we're ca casting <laughs> her in, uh, you know, she's going to be a mom in Halloween. She's going to be Michael's mom. In the next <laughs> we're going to do a, a, a Leprechaun spinoff. She's going to be the Leprechaun's mom. I love um, it. <laughs> Yeah, so um, Pamela, Pamela in this one, actually have a, uh, Pamela has her own buck knife. I had a custom knife made for her for the film, so that's just like a small thing I'm excited for. <laughs> I get excited for the small, like, props and things. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's, uh, she's in it, Ari Lehman, he's the original Jason Voorhees. Um, he'll make an appearance in it. Um, we have uh, Lisa Graziano. Uh, as 
is in a major role. She's an um, independent actress that's appeared in a handful of films. She has her own studio and things. She teaches, teaches acting and, and dance and that sort of stuff. Um, Chloe Robin, CJ Robles. He was in um, Critters, All You Can Eat, and Desert Fiends, and um, a bunch of other... It's hard to keep track of all their oh, movies yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's quite a list. Yeah, Clifton Taylor is filming Neon Fear right now. That's another Friday the 13th fan film where there's like a- AI Jason Voorhees and they're, I think there's a bunch of them and they're fighting the real Jason mm-hmm. and stuff. So he's filming that and then he's coming right, going right from there to our set to film Blood Loss. Um, we have Sarah Gillian. She was in Desert Fiends. Um Gosh, I'm, I'm I lose track of all everybody. Tracy Pritt is in it. Um, um, Lucille Lawrence in it. Dalton Gardner's in it. We just we we have a huge cast, and it just keeps changing. I think total, I I believe we have over seventy cast members between uh, the main cast, uh, people that are coming on and doing like quick kill scenes. Um, remote actors people that are filming uh, remotely from home so we'll have news sequence where people can film themselves at home and we add that to the movie that's one of the perks that we offered um all there's just there's just so much i don't know that's hard to keep track of all of it (laughs) you know that's why it's you know i was gonna ask individually then i was looking at the list i was like no we're we can't (laughs) yeah yeah, there's uh, Victor Tripodo, Alana Tripodo. They were in Axe to Grind. Um, there's Josh Racine and Joshua Racine. They're making their debut here. There's Kevin Donahoe, um, Joseph Richmond. Uh, <laughs> the list just keeps going and going. So, so yeah, <laughs> if if you're familiar with a lot of the independent films, there's a lot of familiar faces in this movie. Yeah, there's uh, Mark Francis. He was in a uh, couple scenes in, in Babylon. He was in uh, Wayne's World 2. He was in uh, Killers of the Flower Moon that's coming out in a couple scenes. He um, he played guitar for Whitesnake and Alice Cooper for a short time, like filled in for them. Then he had his own band called Cottonmouth. And he's a pretty interesting guy, so he'll, he'll be in the movie. A lot of people... Uh, he was in... Um, mutilator 2 that's coming out so yeah. mutilator was a an old, old slasher film they just made the sequel to it so it's giving them a shout out for that <laughs> when the mutilator 2 announcement dropped as probably one of the uh highlights of my last couple of years for like sequels it's like yeah finally you know and <laughs> that's another one of those movies that is gonna have an all-star cast so i can't wait to see it yeah, Mark Francis is in that. Um, Bud Cooper, mm-hmm. who's uh, supportive of the the campaign early on, so I'm just giving them a shout out. You know, shout out to those guys. Uh, Carl Grasso was on a, a show I used to do, um, so we got to talk to him a bit about the movie and stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited for it too. And speaking of, you had a hell of a campaign. Yeah, thanks so much. We. Started off with nothing, you know, and we just kept um, kept grinding. I mean, we were constantly, constantly changing graphics, uplo- uploading new graphics, things you might have saw once, and then they they were gone, and then we tried something different and saw if that worked, and then 
oh, that was okay. Let's do more of the stuff that works, less of the stuff that doesn't work. Uh, short video clips. Um, we had the the actors make videos promoting the film, um, constantly changing perks and updating perks and trying to add more value to them for the backers, mm -hmm. um, giving affordable upgrades, affordable producer credits. Uh, we ran a lot of deals and out secret perks. People that backed the campaign um, offered autographed items from all those actors. So you could get, you could still get a, Freddy Krueger action figure autographed by Beatrice Bupley as of now. Um, I think there are four left. So <laughs> if you guys are watching this, check it out. They might still be there. She's um, such a sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'll be with us uh, this week. Maybe I shouldn't say what day, but she'll be with us. <laughs> Don't say what day point. you'll get. A, you'll get flooded. <laughs> yeah. She'll be with us somewhere at some point <laughs> uh, to film her scenes. And, um, We'll get some some stuff sent out to those people that that back campaign soon. Um, so yeah, I don't know if um, if you had any questions about the campaign. Sometimes people are just starting their their campaigns or they're interested in doing it and don't have don't know wh where to start or how to how to get get the ball rolling. So <laughs> well, what what I really liked about your campaign, and you just you you, you brought it up, was you kept changing things and where you know where we find ourselves like as fans and potential backers is there's you, you get overwhelmed with campaigns and after a while everything looks the same you know everything feels the same you know the associate producer perk the uh thank you credit perk you know a lot of the perks are the same and Ultimately, they're going to be the same. There, there's only so many perks a movie can offer. What ultimately you did was treat it like a job and a living thing. And you, you changed it. You modified it. And I think that's what led to the success. It wasn't just put it out there and hope for the best. It was, oh, this is working. Cool. We'll capitalize on this a little bit more. Pull back on this. And... I think a lot of other filmmakers and just people in general who want to run an Indiegogo campaign can learn a lot from that model in that it, this isn't something you can just put out and say, you know, essentially, please give me your money. Let's do this. This is this is a give and take scenario. And you guys killed it. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, one thing I guess I should have mentioned that we do differently from any anyone else is once you back the campaign, we we create a list. So say a um, hundred people donate to the campaign. We get all of the names on a list. Then we put them in. It's not near me right now, but we have a skull. <laughs> it's a bowl. And we put all the names in the skull and then we do live raffles. So you donate, you get whatever, say you donated toward a Blu-ray. You're still getting that. So you get what, get what you pay for. Plus, we do these raffle nights, and we draw names, and we give stuff away for free. So we ended up giving away probably thousands of dollars worth of perks at this point from autographed action figures, ghost face masks, mini globes, lanyards, shirts, hats, um, DVDs, um, all, I mean, I can't dog toys. I can't remember everything because we've given away so much stuff and we are 
constantly trying to, like you said, there's, okay, you can get an associate producer credit from this campaign and this campaign and this campaign. And it's all kind of the same, kind of within the same price range and things. And you're like, oh, which one do I want? Or do I even want any of them? Well, this was kind of a way to, to do things differently. So now you can be a part of this campaign with name with familiar names attached mm-hmm. to the campaign, like Ari Lehman and Beatrice Bubbly and AJ Stone. And you get a t-shirt and a Blu-ray, which some campaigns offer, others don't. And we're going to put your name in this raffle and you can win more stuff for free. And it's not just once. We've done three live raffles so far and we're going to do more. So if you donated early on, you got put into three raffles and you probably won something because we give, we don't just give away one or two or five or 10 or 20 prizes. We, the last time we gave away 43 prizes. There isn't a campaign out there that gives away a free prize or free DVD to their backers. 43 prizes. My name never came out of that damn bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, the list, the list is, uh, we have three lists and they're still up there. So the first one was seven, 17 prizes. The second one was, I believe 41 or 42. And the past one was 43. And then, you know, we have more coming up, so it can be pulled at that point or whatever. Your, your name might be on one of those lists and you just don't realize. Right. It. So, but so what it, we do is, and I don't mean to cut you off and I, I do yeah, want to touch back into this, but yeah, go ahead. this, you've made an event. Uh, it, it's, it's not just fundraising. You created a fundraising event and that is the key. You know, this is like I said a little bit ago, this isn't just here, give me money. This is here. Give, give us your money, put your trust in us. And cause ultimately on our end, that, that that's what we're doing. We're putting our trust in you guys to produce a solid product. And in in this in the environment that you've created for this that that environment goes a long way because it's it's interactive it's engaging it's it's more personable yeah that's another thing that i do differently from a lot of campaigns is that i talk to people (laughs) people will donate to the campaign and then send me a private message and ask me questions. And I respond to them. How crazy is that? Right. (laughs) A lot of people just don't do it. I don't know why. I don't know why they don't do it, but they don't. And people will literally people will donate to other people's campaigns or say a thank you credit on IMDb and then send those people a message. Hey, I donated. Can you add my credit to my profile, which takes two seconds and they won't respond to them. So then they send me a message and they say, hey, I donated to this other person's campaign and uh, I just bought a thank you credit and they they haven't added it to my profile. Can you do it? And I have to use my better judgment because I don't want to overstep anything, step on anyone's toes. But a lot of times, you know, I just look into it and I'm like, hey, you know what? If it's not supposed to be there, they could take it off or I could take it off or whatever. But yeah. I'll go in and try to try to help people and get that get their credits at it and it's not even my campaign <laughs> so i mean i don't know why they can't just do more to to just um be in communication with the backers or at least be available um i respond to 99 of the messages i get and it might take me a day sometimes i, I look at the message i'm in the middle of something i forget to mm-hmm. respond but then i go back find it and respond um where these other people just don't 
respond to anybody and they don't put out information. We're constantly posting on Facebook. You know, a lot of our backers are, are there on Facebook. They get to see all this stuff. Then we do campaign updates through Indiegogo. Then we send out emails. Then I send out text messages. So <laughs> I'm always talking to people. And, uh, yeah, it becomes something where, um, you know, I think people feel like we're friends before mm -hmm. they get to, to meet me because I've spent so much time talking to them and going over things. And, um, oh, they need uh, – you know, it's a discount or something on a perk because they, they want the perk, but they don't have enough money or maybe they donated to a bunch of perks. And so they're just asking if they can have some sort the of discount. Break. I always work that out with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I always try to help people and, and make it work. Well, and I think the now, now Facebook has changed a lot over the years and some good, some bad. But I think one of the biggest mm -hmm. changes they made that has really helped is when like the Facebook groups got the group chat option because the blood loss group chat is always buzzing. I mean, that community is a very vocal community and you're right. They are. It's, it's, it's a community of friends. Never met. Most of them, I'm pretty sure never met each other, but right. they're, we're all friends. I mean, mm -hmm. It's insane, you know, just yeah, we're... just to watch this organically evolve from what could be just a, I'm going to make a movie to, like I said, this experience of everyone feels involved at some level. It's it's for me, it's fun to watch. And, you know, it, it's it makes you feel like you're part of something. And that just makes you feel good. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's something that's difficult to get or can be difficult to get and easy to lose. So it's, it's sort of about maintaining that, that trust and that mm -hmm. relationship with the backers. And so for us, we're constantly sending out prizes and perks, people that donate to the campaign. Um, Indiegogo makes you wait at least 10 days before you, you can ship things out. Some things are print on demand, or maybe I'm waiting on a bulk order of stuff to come in before it can get shipped out. And so sometimes people might be wondering, hey, like, you know, is my T-shirt coming? So I have to be in, in communication. And, hey, I'm just, you know, I <clears throat> ordered a bunch of them, and they, they had to go out the door right away, and now we have more coming in as soon as it gets here. I'll make sure I have your size put aside for you, and I'll get it sent out as soon as it gets here, or whatever the case. But it's something where talking to people and just being in communication and letting them know what's going on is, is helpful. Um, so we have these, these raffle nights where we send stuff out and then I think people don't know what to expect. If you're, if you're in the U S it's completely free. So, you know, we did a sidestepper for, for the last one. I have to, uh, I still have a few left to ship out. We ship most of them out. We have a few left, but the sidestepper, for example, is I think it's like 30, it was like 32 bucks. So I had to buy that sidestepper. I had to go buy a box for it, spend time putting it together, then bring it to the post office. Then I pay for the shipping, and it costs it costs the you know you you guys nothing. So it's 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 about it's about building relationships mm -hmm. and and keeping up with with things and delivering on promises and and that sort of thing. So there are people out there that you know there's there's always hate. There's you know there's a strong community of people in the independent film 
uh, scene, but there's also always going to be some haters, you know? So there, there have been people that have said, you know, I don't think they send out perks or something, but then you have all these people that are posting images of their perks mm-hmm. in the group page saying like, look, I just got my shirt today. I just got my hat. Just got my mug. Just got my, t-, you know, so it's, it's kind of, um, all that stuff is important. If you're not keeping up with it, if you're not sending stuff out, then it's definitely going to bite you in the butt. And we, we stay on top of all that stuff. You know, we have, Everything's organized on Indiegogo, and then I have things set aside for people. I know I'm going to see people on set, and I have DVDs set aside and mini globes to give them and stuff. <laughs> and the, this was all free stuff that they won through uh, through raffle night. But yeah, nice. uh, it's it's um it's about just uh, maintaining trust and 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 being a part of this thing together. It's not just my thing or not just uh, myself with the actors, but it's about the people that maybe didn't have money to, to donate, but they shared a link for us or they, they watch our status and they, they click like on, on our posts. And, you know, public promotion goes a long way. It's you have to get the word out. And ultimately Facebook has become like the biggest street team. Any sort of promoter could have, you know, I mean, you have people in different States that once they like what you're putting out, they will spread the word for you. And, uh, you know, again, that's just a, a cool avenue to be able to uh, latch on to, you know? You know it, it, yeah. it, it does take some of the stress off of you, but at the same time, it goes back to you have to keep that trust up because you have now you have these people putting in, you know, their man hours uh, to share their their belief in you. So ultimately, the end result has to be something, you know? Right, right. So it's over the years of doing this, I've learned that the independent scene is such a double edged sword. It's it's so nice to see the uh, crowd support and the, the especially in the horror community, you know, see everyone get, rally around and everything. But it could turn on a dime. And over little things, and it's it's so weird, but <laughs> yeah, you know, ultimately, you guys are all out doing what you love, what you want to do, and hell, who could ask for anything better, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot we should be uh, able to complain about. And Indiegogo is really about supporting those films. So, I mean, anyone could go out with a, with an iPhone and film, film their friends in a Jason mask in the backyard if they wanted to, but the, the backers are what make it, uh, make it what it is, you know, the higher end thing with, um, the, the sort of quality that we, we want to get out of, mm-hmm. uh, making the film. So without, without those backers, it's not, it's not, it's not as easy. Um, it's doable, but it's just not as not as easy or fun. <laughs> so, do you think there's going to be a, a finishing funds uh, campaign, or did you get enough on the uh, first round? Right now, this uh, this current campaign is in, in demand, so we can just continue to to raise those finishing funds through the the current campaign. Um, Indiegogo would keep that active as long as people are interested. Um, so, we will need. Um, a little more to to kind of do the stuff that we want to do with it um 
so we'll we'll keep it active we'll keep updating perks um people can still join as a producer you know until the movie's released so if anyone out there is watching and wants to join on we have affordable producer credits if anyone needs a break on something just reach out you know work something out with you um i've done uh payments on those uh like installments on perks as oh, well wow. <laughs> so yeah that's something i don't think anyone does you know if you want uh like the associate producer bundle right now today comes with a credit t-shirt blu-ray and it's uh two ninety nine. so say you you want to get that bundle and you only have you know, 150 to put towards it. You can put the the 150 towards it, and then in a couple of weeks, when you get the rest of the money, just let me know. We'll create a perk, and then you can put the other 150 towards it. And then there you go. You're all set. You got the credit and the the Blu-ray and the T-shirt, and you're all set. That's awesome. And then you can tell people you produced the movie. <laughs> so. uh, uh, no, that, that's amazing. So, what do you think the turnaround time on this is going to be? You looking at probably next October for uh, release, or I'm still, uh, you know, I think it'd be fun to put it out in summer, but we'll we'll see. Maybe maybe it will be next October. Um, I don't think it's going to take a super super long time. Um, I'm doing a lot of that stuff myself, um, so I I actually write music and stuff too. I have some songs coming out and some other movies and and things, so I can. I can score a lot of the film and edit the, the footage and everything. So I don't need, I don't need to rely on other people so much to, to get it done. I can kind of do it and, and to, to a point where I'll, I'll be happy with it. So um, it's just a matter of, of getting all the, the footage from the remote actors, taking the time to color grade the footage, um, making sure the audio is right and just, technical things with the post-production, but I don't think it'll, it'll, it'll take as long as people are expecting, you know, we're, we're going into, uh, we'll be in November soon by that point, either done filming on set or close to it. And then, uh, winners here, <laughs> we'll raise a few extra dollars for post mm -hmm. and then maybe get the film out by summertime. So it'll be out before people know it. It's awesome. So before we wrap this up, mm -hmm. is there a projected kill that you're really excited about that you can tell us about? Not who it is, but what it is. Right. Um, there, there is one where uh, there's a couple um, with a lot of uh, projected blood. <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot, a nice. lot of blood that kind of shoots out. It's not, you know, we have some somewhere just kind of oozing in things, but then there are others where the blood's flying out. So that was that's been something where I thought, like, you know, how can we make it a little bit more than what people are expecting? <laughs> and I came up with these these ideas for, okay, some of the blood might be oozing out, some might spray out, but then I want there's a couple scenes where I want the blood to really with force fly out of the person so so that's what i've been i've been working on well uh, i mean in, in a movie called blood loss it can't just be a trickle i mean there, right, there should right. be a lot of blood <laughs> yeah yeah i actually i had a lot of blood prepared and then yesterday i went out and got an, an extra bucket of stuff so that we can just bring even i'm like nope not enough we need more blood <laughs> we need more blood over here come on <laughs> yeah so it's and i mean we have all different kinds of bloods we have 
stage blood, then we have homemade blood, then we have some bloods darker, then some blood stickier, and it's it's all different stuff. You know, some blood has chocolate in it, some blood has <clears throat> different uh, food food coloring in it, um, some blood has hair gel in it, uh, some some blood has cotton balls in it to make it like like if you hold up your hand, it looks like it's stuck, like it's pulling apart between your fingers, kind of thing, or um, some of it's just. Um, just all, all different textures and colors and things for the, the machete wounds. Um, there's, there's all we, I think we have like five or six different types of blood to use. So, so what you should do uh, is before you start filming with it all, do a quick, uh, short video of the different types of blood and just this yeah. big like compilation shot. Cause I think that'd be pretty cool. It's like, yeah, look, look at all the blood. And at the end of it, all the empty buckets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and who knows? You know, we we still have a couple days. We might end up at a at a store getting more more buckets or something. Who <laughs> buckets and buckets <laughs> knows, of blood? So. Yeah, or we might get to sat and be like, man, we used all that stuff today on this. One. <laughs> we need more. Let's go get more. Late night blood <laughs> mixing. <don't>... Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Without without spoiling it, there are some scenes where the blood re- really shoots out of, out of the person in a couple in a couple different scenes so that's what i'm uh looking forward to that's exciting i can't wait so where can listeners keep up with you on this project and future projects facebook's the easiest place you can get a hold of me um some people say that they try to send me emails they can't get through i respond to all the emails that get sent in um uh, for the most part, I at least read them and try to get back to as many of them as possible. Some are applications or follow-ups or things that I've already answered, so it's kind of tough to get back to them over and over on the same thing. Uh, but for the most part, I'm pretty responsive there. But they can always find me on Facebook. It's easy, easy to get a hold of me there. I'm always online, responding to messages, comments, um, doing live videos and, uh, you know, giving away free stuff to people. Um, or, you know, you can follow the the campaign on Indiegogo. Just look for uh, Friday the 13th Blood Loss, and uh, it'll pop up, and you can keep keep track of our perks and stuff there. We're on Instagram, too. It's Friday the 13th Blood Loss, but I, I'm not as active on Instagram. I'm there, but I'm just not as, as active as Facebook. And listeners, I will put all of those links in the episode descriptions. You should go give them a follow. Definitely go over to the Indiegogo. And if you haven't supported it, support it. And as for me, you can find me and other great podcasters over at electronicmediacollective.com. Or if you're just looking for me, head over to Facebook, Twitter, and now YouTube at Moose Media Inc. Just look for the moose. Anthony, this has been fun. I can't wait for the... uh, movie to come out thank you yeah thanks so much for having me on oh absolutely i I, I appreciate it you know and like i said i've been watching this you know grow from like you said that short to now a feature film for the last year so this has been on my list for a while to sit down and finally uh talk about and as you're getting closer to filming it's like okay let's let's work on something you know (laughs) and you know, what better way to spend Friday the 13th than talking about Friday the 13th? Right. <laughs> so I I will definitely have you on again and get an update on the film, either when it's closer to being released or after it's been released, and we could deep dive it. Cool. So 
Look forward to having you back. And listeners, since it is Friday the 13th, remember, no sex, no drugs, and stay out of the woods. Until next time, horror hounds, mash on. This has been Bruce's Monster Bash. Come back for more chills and thrills if you dare. <laughs>